Hey guys, I'm gonna start answering all your marketing questions and concerns on here. I'm gonna give you quick bite-sized actionable marketing strategies and tactics that will help you attract new patients immediately and grow your practice. Every Monday, a short episode will come out and each month we will be covering a topic. Topics like ground marketing, Google AdWords, internal marketing, reputation management, and more. And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today. No strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey, Vivek, so talk to us. Tell me one or a couple tactics, strategies, or thoughts we can do with in-house membership plans uh, that you know can definitely help out other practice owners out if we were to implement it today. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I'll, I'll share my thoughts on in-house membership plans, right? Number one, in my view, number one rule is they have to be extremely easy to explain because very often when you're having this discussion, they don't want to know the details. You've got to be able to compress it in like a few minutes. The second thing is the data in there should just really be that, you know, on a, on a, what do you call one of those like um, stand up easels, right? Oh yeah. Document that exists and your plan, the in-office membership plan needs to be designed with the utmost simplicity. So your front office person or your marketer, or wherever you're marketing, you can give them the snippets very quickly. And I can tell you very quickly what it should be in my view, should be that there should be no choice of plans. You know, you have an adult plan, a, a kid's plan, and a perio plan, and make it as simple as on an adult plan, you get two hygiene visits at no charge, your exams, x-rays, cleanings, and fluoride. And on rest of the service, you get a 15 or a 20% discount. When it comes to, I guess, like these three plans, this is something you've witnessed where you're like, this is perfect. Yeah, all the time. The, the, I always say to people, right, like the, the more, because what people have a tendency to add their unique flavor to it, right? So very often, like, you know, for our own software, what I get when we're doing onboarding, well, I want to do this, but I want to do this. I'm like, doctor, I want you to know the more things that you add, the tougher it is for the front office. And what ends up happening is the more questions they're going to ask, the more questions they're going to ask, it just increases the cycle. And now it becomes a complex thing. And so, and you don't give them a choice of which plan. If they're an adult and healthy, they go on the adult plan. If they're children, they go on the children plan. And if they have periodontal disease, they go on the perio plan, right? You just tell them the mechanics of their plan now. Yeah. Why do you think people start adding more? Because what I've seen, Vivek, is more people add like, hey, here's like a basic plan. Here's the, the I don't know, like the Vivek dentistry plan, uh, VIP, right? And then what is that? Yeah. You know, maybe a philosophical thing, right? Like I... I believe in simplicity and I've been at the front office, right? Like, so a lot of times what I share is like, not like secondhand consultant experience, right? Like this is me doing these things myself and seeing what generally works. Again, right? Like there are, and now that we do onboarding for other clients, there's a lot of people that will be like, well, but I want to make it like this, but for this, I want to give a bigger discount, et cetera. And I'm always like, doctor, you're going to see little participation. And if you have a person that leaves from the front office and these days that's happening so much, you've got a new person, you've got to now train that person. Whereas 
training a new person on what an in-office membership plan is and how to implement it should be a five-minute endeavor. In our office, you know, I looked at it a few months ago. We have now close to 200 patients on. And, um, and I don't, like our office manager, I just told her about the plan once. We've never talked about it. It's just like common practice in our practice now. Gotcha. So like it's easier to train people when it's obviously more simple. Uh, all these uh, in-house membership plans. Okay. When it comes to these in-house membership plans, I just want people to know, like, because they might be hearing you and they're like, okay, verific PPO profits. Why is he talking about, why, why do you feel like you can uh, mention this? Well, yeah, no, so the, the, I mean, two reasons, right? Like our dental office has used an in-office membership plan for a while now. We've got close to 200 patients on it. So, you know, I see the benefits of that, right? And then EPO profits about a few months ago came up with the software called FFS profits, which is an in-office membership plan software. And again, all designed for like super simplicity. You can customize as much as possible, but I, we have these templates that are the simplest templates there are, right? And so now we also have clients that are on our own in-office membership plan software, which also gives me a lot of visibility because I do the sales as well. And I sit in on a lot of these onboardings uh, to see what questions people are asking, et cetera. So I get a lot of visibility from there. What common questions are people asking normally? I think largely, right, like to do the, how do we advertise it, right? Like one of the things that, you know, your original question was. I think the, in terms of advertising it, like I said, if you are A, I think there are, and, and I think it's very, very strong parallel. And, and not that you've asked me to make this parallel, but like with ground marketing, it's a very strong parallel because you've got so many smaller businesses around that have no dental insurance, mm-hmm. right? Like there are many, many businesses out there with like 50 or few employees, right? In fact, I think the statistics is that 66% of the nation, right, works for a small business, categorizes under 50 employees. A lot of people don't have dental insurance. And then 47% of the adult population does not have dental insurance, right, in the country, which makes sense. Because if you don't have it to your employer, chances are you're not going and buying it out yourself. So you should have a vast uh, array of businesses around you that don't offer dental insurance. And I think it's a very, very good way you can take flyers where it's written out on this, very easily consumable by whoever either the owner of the company is or the, or the, the person who runs operations to be able to like easily explain it. That is one really good way to advertise. Second is just purely on like Google AdWords, because if you key off of, you know, keywords like dental emergency, no insurance, what should happen is your ad should show up that says no insurance, no problem. You know, ask us about our in-office membership plan, right? And when they call, you know, your front office, again, should be able to like explain that in a matter of minutes. So like those two, three areas, I think are just very, very strong. And sometimes again, naturally what happens is a patient comes in for an emergency, right? They'll call him like, I've got this toothache. And a very common question is, how much does this extraction cost, Mm -hmm. right? I used to feel those calls all the time, right? And so it's very good to like parlay into that saying, you know, when you in a dental office add up all these things with cash, it gets there. That's why we have our own in-office membership plan where, you know, these, these hygiene visits are already covered so that you don't face these emergencies. But when you do have an emergency visit, your exams are covered in your treatment, you get a 15% discount. And then as long as you've got a good software for that, right? What you should be able to do is send them a tax on the phone for them to enroll or 
it should link your, your website should link to a microsite mm-hmm. where it shows you the plan. So you can always say, just go to our website and there's a section that says no insurance, no problem. Click on it. and It'll take you to our, uh, our in-office membership plan. Got you. So what is stopping people or what are the benefits, I guess, from a doctor saying like, I'm just going to design this myself and do it on my own, like on a Google doc or something, right? Or compared to someone getting a software like, like FS, FFS profits, right? Yeah. And, and I, we've known each other for a while now, right? Like, and you know me that I'm, I'm straightforward. It's not a bad ploy, right? Like you could absolutely 100% have it yourself. And for a long time, that's what we did. There are two to three things that you have to be aware of. Number one, uh, there are regulations in place in 36 states. 14 states luckily don't have regulations. They either have no regulations, like six of them, or another eight that just have like these like guidelines. Mm-hmm. But other states, in order for you to implement that, you have to meet some regulations. Largely, they depend on you cannot market it as an insurance plan. You cannot offer it to somebody who already has insurance. So all these disclosures have to be there. The problem is that a lot of offices that self-administer it don't have the patient sign any of these disclosures. Mm-hmm. That hey, this is not, this was not, this is not insurance plan. If you have dental insurance, this is not for you, blah, 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 right? And when you have it through software, it can be easily done. Second biggest thing that comes out of that really is just renewals and recurring, right? Because what ends up happening is in reality, and if anybody's, you know, implement these, they know what I'm talking about over here, right? Like patient comes in, they've got a toothache, the front office says, join our in-office membership plan. Like I'll get a 15% discount right now. Yes, right? Let's, let's do it and then cancel it two months later. If they're on a monthly non-recurring payments, super challenging to collect. And even worse, if they paid for the year, which a lot of people do, mm-hmm. what happens is just imagine this is March, right? Today, March 30th. Let's say mm-hmm. somebody comes in on April 1st and their plan covers them until March 31st of 2023. The problem is that after that, that patient may not come again for another six months. But when they'll call, They'll say, oh, yeah, I want to sign up for that plan again. But they just got it, for, you know, there was nothing during that six-month period, so they're just signing up whenever they need it. A software will do two to three things, like especially like what, what our software will do, right? A, you can see everyone's plans that are about to expire. Mm-hmm. You can see if they're on auto-renew because we are default them to auto-renew and they sign the disclosures that they're going to be auto-renewed. So you don't have to keep track of which patient, is no longer part of the plan, et cetera, because the software is showing it to you. And if they do, if they have selected monthly plan, what's going to happen is if the payments decline, the software will automatically send them an email or a text, whichever they've chosen, saying your plan is on pause. Please click on this link to, you know, update your credit card information to restart the plan. The problem is nobody in the office tracks it. Here, the software is tracking it automatically. So it just keeps the patients current. It keeps the plans current. And as soon as they're, they're up for renewal, it auto-renews it, which keeps all these patients in there. Otherwise, what ends up happening is you basically add 10 patients, you lose five. You know? mm-hmm. Gotcha. So software is needed more for like, almost like accountability, right? Type of thing to, to keep everything yeah. organized. Yeah. And, and I'll say this. I... You know, even though we have the software and I should be selling it and all that stuff, right? Like, I don't, you know, I don't know if I can like look somebody in the eye and say, this is a must have type of a thing, right? Because we didn't have it for a long time and we self-administered it for a long time. But uh, what I do think is that the software should be, and I don't like this word, but 
it's the only word that fits right now, which is cheap. Because I don't think that this is a $400 a month problem. I don't know if I would pay in some of these softwares, right? They charge on a per patient per month, like three to $4 per patient per month. So if we've got 200 patients, we could be paying 600 to $800 a month. And this is reasonable, real cost. Mm-hmm. I, I speak to a lot of people who say, man, our plan is pretty successful, but that also means our, our costs have gone out of control. And yeah. I think that this is a $100 a month problem, right? Instead of having your front office, like try to manage all this stuff on a Google Docs and spend her time and, and miss out on patients. We just basically offer it 99 bucks a month so that it's easier. So FFS profit is uh, low cost, affordable, right? Like really, really inexpensive. You can yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> well, really? economical. I know we start saying all these other synonyms, but uh, okay, that's interesting. So it's 99 bucks a month, unlimited. That's the total cost. We give a free month, no contract, no set of fees. Now, prices will go up for sure at some point in time, right? Because 99 bucks a month is not a lot for software. And here's the thing. I undersell the software every single time because what ends up happening is when people take a demo, they're like, this is really powerful, right? And they've done demos for other softwares. They're like, why is this software so cheap? And it sometimes works against us because, you know, some, as you may know, sometimes people value things that are more expensive. It just is. Like psychologically, sometimes you sell more if you raise the price. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but the software is really good. And the reason it's cheap is because I do the sales, right? And we have our onboarding specialist does the onboarding. We don't spend any money on advertising and competing. We don't, I don't have any interest in competing with the big boys. You know, it's largely for, we have a lot of clients already. We want to give them a very affordable, cheap solution. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. And one of the last questions I want to ask you is like when you were making your in-house membership plan, what were some of the mistakes you've seen or you were doing with procedures that you put in the plan? So let's just talk about like the adult plan, right? Like when you're like, oh, let's add this, let's add that, that. And then you're like, crap, we didn't really need to add all that. Let's take things out now to make it more essential. Yeah, we luckily did not make that mistake, right? Like our plan was very simple from the get-go, right? Um, uh, also because when we implemented that, I was the front desk person and we were so, we were busy, short-staffed and I like to optimize things to the simplest thing possible. And so I always thought, okay, how do I make it so simple where people are not taking so much of my time on the phone asking me all these questions? Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's why it was always really simple. You get two visits. If you've had dental insurance, typically what dental insurance covers is you get these two visits and you don't have to pay any co-pays. Your cleanings are free, et cetera. Similarly, even though this is not insurance, this is our in-office plan, but on your membership, you get two hygiene visits at no charge. That way you're always you know, a lot of times people don't go to the dentist because A, they're scared and secondly, it's expensive, right? Here, you know that, you know, it's all covered for everything that you do. We'll give you a 15% discount, right? Uh, so it was easier. So I had to like make my own pitch and elevator pitch, right? So we didn't have that. But what I do see is, in fact, I'll, 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 I'll say this. There is a company that I was meeting with, uh, which competing firm, they do an in-office commercial plan. And their main thing was that it's so customizable. and I was talking to them. I'm like, you know, I, I have to say, like, philosophically, I'm the opposite. This, to me, is just too complex. It's complex for patients, complex for front office. I almost believe, there was two, two owners, I almost believe that even though 
one of them didn't come out and say it. I almost believe that one of them is thinking, I told him this, right? Like that, that this is the wrong strategic play. And what I'm seeing from them is just, you know, oh, you know, your implants are given a discount of 15%, but if you restore implants, it's at 20%, etc. I'm like, who's coming up with all of this stuff and who's keeping track of all of this stuff, right? So simplicity in this case, simplicity is, is the, uh, I always tell people you should be, for, for even for us, when I'm doing these demos, I tell people, doctor, I'm going to do a 10 minute demo. That's all you need to know. When we onboard you, it's going to be 20 minutes. Within a total of 30 minutes, you should have an in-office membership plan and your team should be trained on how to administer it. That's it, right? Anything else, you're overthinking it. Gotcha, gotcha. I like that. Awesome, Vivek. So I appreciate your time. And if anyone has further questions, you can definitely find them on the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group or where can they reach out to you directly? Yeah, you know, like Facebook is typically like the way uh, where people kind of reach out to me, right? They can just message me or the best way you can do it is just email me my email. I don't know if you want to put it or you want me to say it, but it's V, which is you're for Victor Kinra, my last name. I mean, I hate spelling it out, but V-K-I-N-R-A at ppoprofits.com. Awesome. I'm going to put it in the show notes anyways, but I just wanted you to spell it out. But I appreciate it, man, Vivek. Thank you so much. And thank you for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode. Beautiful. Thanks, man. 